This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Not ready, not ready. to the show I've been sat in the studio for half an hour and somehow I'm, I'm not ready anyway coming up on the show today we have Kit Redstone on the telephone uh, his company is Vacuum Theatre that's the uh, testosterone is it uh, we'll find out later Then we have Eddie Lynn on the phone, who's... Go on, Jacob, keep typing. <laughs> Even as, at the moment, my notes on the computer are, are appearing before me. Working on docu-feature, American Afterbirth, about placenta eater... Are you fucking serious? on the show today I'll be trying to remember a story that Barry told me the other day I, at the moment I can only remember the child pornography story but I can't remember what the other story was that he told me Let's not talk about that one I'm yet. going to tell both sto- we're not Ofcom regulated now don't worry I, yeah, I'm going to tell line. both stories um, with or without your input Barry so it's completely up to you mate it's completely up to you you've got free rent to call in if you want to but I'm going to regale both stories but I can't remember one of them at the moment <laughs> Um, Nat's just been shouting at me saying we're not doing child pornography. What did you think I was what did you think I was going to do? I have no idea what well, this story you could, is. but you can't say what do you think I would come on here and give people links? No. Of well what, not. what do you think I'm gonna do? I don't know. So do you think I'm gonna do something that falls within the realms okay. of decency but happens to be vaguely related to child pornography? Remember if, if, if Barry comes on to talk about it, we'll be careful. It wasn't with any travelling folk. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do you know what? Yeah. I can't say that with any authenticity. I don't know that for definite it wasn't with any travelling well, folk. Exactly. In fact, from the photo I've been sent, it could be travelling folk. Yeah, it could be, and it might not be, but Barry still might say it is. So. But, but if he does say that, then he might be right. That's the, that's okay. the issue. Well, again, we have to call them and find out. Um, do you know what the issue is with the word gypsy? Do you actually uh, know what it is? Because I was speaking to you about this the other day, not to, uh, speaking with someone about this the other yeah. day, about when Barry said um, the gypsy that was helping him move, move house... And immediately, you were all over it, going, no, you can't say it. And I said, well, no, the thing is, Barry. And we both pulled him up, but I don't know why. Um, well, I know from other places, it, it, if you're calling somebody that, um, without them being it, is seen as being an offensive term. That's now. what I thought it yeah. was. So I thought it was it was considered a racial slur yes, yeah. if they're not gypsies. Yeah. If you're saying somebody is a gypsy without any knowledge that they are. Okay, but the issue there was, is that as Barry was saying at the time, which we were sort of talking over, but they may have been. 
but w- well, that's why you said let's call them and ask them. That's a good point. And then yeah. Abari went, oh no, let's should not do call that. Them and find out let's if, the that. if we called them and asked them and they said yes, we'd have no issue. You could definitely say we should probably do that. The gypsy, but yeah. But even then, you probably wouldn't want to use their name. I don't, yeah, I think you'd probably better it's like always saying the black, isn't it? It's sort of like it's not really. I don't say that. Um, yeah, but he. Uh, yeah, I, I wondered. Yeah, that's because I was very aware that we both were yeah, all over him. Were, yet I wasn't sure why. Yeah, I wasn't that, entirely that sure. Why, yeah, it is seen as a, a racial. If anyone's slur. listening to this and you've heard Nat say that, then can you confirm if that's actually what the issue is with the word gypsy? Because I don't know what the issue is with the word gypsy. Is it bad me even saying the word gypsy now? Is it? Is it it's not no, got to that stage, is it? because you're saying the word, the word gypsy on its own, okay, but you're not referring to anybody. Yeah, but I could say the word, yeah, you, you know, whatever, mm. and that would, you know, just because I'm just saying the word and it's out of context. Would that mean then that Cher's song is now offensive? Gypsy, tramps and thieves. Yeah, tramp, well, I mean tramp. That can be as well. Good. And also a thief. No one wants to be called that either. No, but that's, I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Mm. But tramp, to call someone who isn't... trampy. Who is homeless, tra- a tramp. Well, you can also call, like, the lady is a tramp in that context as well, couldn't you? Yeah, but you'd also say the lady is in, um, p- um, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, do you know what I started doing? This right. is going to be a bit sort of like, uh, I don't want to come all over all Lenny Henry, but I've started doing this thing where when I come in, I come into Euston when I come here. And uh, it would then require me, because we're, like, down by Cali Road. Mm. That's where, where the studio is. And we... I would have to go to Euston on the tube to King's Cross, King's Cross, Cali Road. Mm-hmm. Right, that's how I would get here. What I do now, and what I've done for a long time... Um, well, what I've, to be honest with you, what I've always done when I took the train is I've gone train to Euston, Euston, walk from Euston to King's Cross, and then get the train from King's Cross to here, right? Yeah. Just so I get a bit of exercise, you know. Mm. It's the, my only exercise. It, what, once every two weeks, it's something, isn't it? <laughs> once every two weeks, I, I get all the circles on my Apple Watch. What does that mean? It means I've done my exercise for the day. Oh. Sometimes, if I've got to go and get coal or something, I, I will do it by accident then as well. Where, do, you, do you what? Do you go, go and get coal? coal? Go and get coal for the fire. For the chimney? Yeah. Oh. yeah, for, yeah for, for the chimney now. I film a chimney full of coal. Um, but what I've started doing, and I've, I thought I'd pass this on as an idea. Mm. What are you laughing at? I don't know what's about to happen. It's a nice thing. Okay, go it's on. It's a genuinely nice thing. Okay, good. It would cost me two. I think it's two, either two pound eighty or three pound eighty. I, I've got it at two pound eighty now, or three quid, to get from Euston's King's Cross, which is ridiculous because mm. it is a relatively short walk. It's very close. So what I now do is I walk from Euston to King's Cross and King's Cross to Euston in the evening, and I give that money away to all the homeless people in that street. Are you, uh, do you really do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how lovely. So rather than do... No, 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 no. no. I'm not doing it for price. I know I'm, you're I'm, not, I'm but saying it's it a really nice thing as to a, do. No, but as an idea, I think that's a sound idea. So I think if people live in London and they have to do that journey at any point, yeah. it'll take you all the five minutes to walk it. Yeah. It's a really easy one-road walk. And if you're going to spend the money anyway, mm. one, you get your exercise... Two, you help people out. Some of them might not even be real homeless people, but fuck it, you know, they're still working, aren't they? They're trying to get money. Um, yes. and, and some of them will be, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Absolutely. So I think it's um, it's quite a nice little... And it makes you feel like you've done something a bit nice in your day. That is a very nice thing to Unless do. you've um, only got £3 and you're thinking, but there is a Burger King at Euston. I, well, if sometimes you are hungry and you do want a bacon double cheese, but... Yeah. Why not get something, a Burger King for you? Cafe de France, that France Delice thing. Oh, that's that nice. Yeah, that is yeah, nice. Yeah, I might do that. So you don't have to actually. do what I think. Don't say I'm going to do it every time. Just see how no, you go. No, but now I'm thinking about that. And there's an M&S there as well at Euston as well. They have some nice food in there, They do sometimes, they? The don't food, they? Yeah. Some of their soups are nice. Yeah, fuck the people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sorry, bad idea. Bad idea. Um, okay. Yeah, but that's what I do at the moment. 
that's a nice thing to do. But isn't that a nice thing if loads of people did that? Yeah, absolutely. But then do you think if loads of people did it, then all the homeless of London would start congregating on that road between King's Cross and Euston if it came out it was a thing? And then what, waiting for you to come yeah, out? Yeah, just bankrupt everyone. Maybe. And then the homeless would take over the world. Could you mix it up? That's how thing? these things happen, you know. What? That's how it happens, is, is people trying to be good um, and give charity. This is why we're children in need. Um, I'll put a song on. You ever lost it all, Nat? Yeah. Said in the song, then there were times we lost it all. Have you ever lost it all? I mean, in what sense? Don't know. I have in every sense. I've lost. Every, lost? I've lost things like what? money, and I've also lost my my temper. I don't think in that song Meatloaf's talking about his car keys going missing. Well, he's lost everything in his life. <laughs> yeah, he can't find. I think it's about a relationship, really, oh. about that, about losing everything. There's lots of ways you can lose it. You've lost everything in a relationship. You have to yeah. gain it first, wouldn't you? Yeah, You'd have to exactly. actually have it. I mean, that would be the argument. Did you ever have it? Was it mine to lose? Yeah, was it? Have you, yeah, w- would just watching a film about someone else do it count as you losing it all? Sometimes I have lost it when I've seen certain films. Your temper, or just your emotions. Yeah. Again, that, I don't think that's what they're saying. Ooh. I don't think that's what they're saying. When I, I think dirty dancing. I lose it. Yeah, that's not what they're saying. Oh, okay. um, Barry just sent me a message saying, "Can I request a song?" Okay. Is it like it's just completely disregarded? I like that we're doing request. Anything I've spoke to him about, and it's like over the airwaves. He hasn't been listening. What he's done is nose shows think? on, think that's what it is. and he's texted you. Yeah, uh, is it erasure? Um, Barry, by all means, you can request a song, but not via text or tweets or email. You've got to do it by via phone, which is oh three three oh two two three oh two hundred. I mean, surely you've got it on speed dial by now, Barry. I think it'll be MGMT because he was tweeting about how he downloaded a song that wasn't erasure for the first time in two years and how great that was. <laughs> oh, Barry did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The wonderful Barry's tweets, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's that, or he's getting his balls out on the Twitter. his cat. His cat's yeah. watching him do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Barry's become a little Twitter character, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, he doesn't like being considered a character, but that's what he has become. Um, I'm on the back of... After today, I've got... I'm not really off, but I've got five days where I don't have to leave the house. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, because I've just had five days where I did have to leave the house. Would you get dressed? I wouldn't if I do that. Um, I'll wear my... I've got some pyjamas. Yeah, see, that's nice. I've got Star Wars pyjamas, so I'll wear the Star Wars pyjama bottoms. But I imagine they probably smell of wee by now. Do you get this problem with pyjamas? Because pyjamas, they're not like joggers. Pyjamas you would just put on, wouldn't you? Well, you no underwear. What, you, you, yeah. Generally speaking, I, I wouldn't. I don't wear underwear with pajamas, no. Well, there you go. So, if you wear pajamas for like more than two days, they're going to start smelling a little bit of wee, aren't they? Because because of, of the bit of wee that's come off your for you, you know, uh, your my what? genital area. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. for me, it would be from your, my penis your that would penis be. Area. Yeah, all right, mate. Hi, mate. Oh, you're right. Yeah, bit over. You hung over. Yeah, um, I had my first sort of. Because I've, I've not been drinking for a few weeks. 
because uh, moving out and last night I played Titanfall 2 for seven hours and have you moved house? Yeah. yeah you've not mentioned it mate <laughs> have you got a cat as well <laughs> oi go on so you played Titanfall 2 for seven hours yeah finished it it's productive isn't it what's that yeah. Um, computer game. Computer game. I played a game. You finished it, did you? Yeah. Well done, Barry. Finished the computer yeah, finished game. It on hard. Yeah. <gasps> on hard, mate. You're Put on, it on hard. Yeah. You're hard for all that time playing that game. <laughs> Seven <laughs> hours hard. What does that mean? Why were you hard? Yep. Good question. Nat wants to know why we're hard, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was playing it on hard. Put it on hard. I don't know. Get more Got it hard. When, when, when he plays his game, he gets himself hard. It, basically, when you get when you get hard, you get a surge of adrenaline through your body, so you're a bit sharper than normal. So you get, you get oh, hard, hard downstairs, yeah, hard yeah. penis. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why you get hard. I mean, it's a gamer's trick. So, so game. Ask Adam. Adam games, doesn't he? He'll tell you about it. So, he, so you're saying people get hard when they not all games. the time, but sometimes he's playing a computer game. If you then get if you get yourself it's a bit if you get yourself hard, it's well known as a thing. If you get yourself hard. So you'd, you would touch yourself, you'd masturbate? You don't have to, you could just think of anything but uh. you. But when when you do that, and you, 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 you're then more, it makes you more alert as a person. So if you're on a difficult bit of a game, you're more, what are you laughing at? What, is, what kind of game is this? Well, any game, but it, he was playing Titanfall, whatever it was, what? but any game that you're playing, there's, there's always a difficult bit in a game. And you say if you're hard, you'll complete it's it. It's a gameless trick, so you'll get yourself hard, and you're, you're more likely to hit the button at the right time. I didn't know that gaming was sexy, but apparently it is. Well, it's not really sexy, because you're not really thinking sexy things. It's just a... If you're hard, that is sexy. Yeah, I know, but it's not. that's not what you're doing. You're not licking the screen. You're just sort of mm. like... You're making yourself more alert. Right, and then once you complete the game... You, you can then... have a hard penis and not be horny. So you just let it go down? After the game? Yeah. Once the game's finished, yeah, you're, you're done with your penis then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just go. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to. Or play a different game. Yeah, and stay hard. Yeah, stay hard. Yeah, so that's what what Barry's saying. Oh, is he is, hard now? Is he playing? I don't know. Are you hard now, Barry? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was like you've been trying all morning. <laughs> so you completed Titan file, and then you, had, you did what? I just couldn't raise a smile the way I'm feeling today. I think it's tiredness. And, uh, yeah, four, four kinds of scrumpy. It's quite strong scrumpy as well. Yeah. So. Do you know yeah. my, Do you know we're on the radio now, mate? Yeah, yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep, just, uh, keep letting me go down. Like last week when I spoke to you, talking about the gypsies. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I've not really looked at Twitter today, and I don't know whether the shows have now been advertised as some sort of agony hour. <laughs> <laughs> And request, request show. Let's try and get Barry up up for life. Yeah, what's the Twitter saying? Um, so what? Yeah, no, 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 I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm cheerful. I'm cheerful. Just, just physically a little bit tired. So I just had not proper panic there. Like, no. Yeah. I panicked. We, we've, we've been speaking about the gypsy thing. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, you. By the way, now, yeah, you nailed it. That's the song I want. MGMT. Yeah, it's called Kids. Yeah, it's a great song. Called Kids? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Not well, that's good you say that, because actually what I wanted to talk to you about was related to that. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, do you remember when we were on the phone the other day and we were talking and you said, don't mention this on the radio? Which 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 thing were we talking that's about? That's the we thing. Loads. I know there were, two, there were two things. I can only remember one of them, and I can't remember the other one. It's driving me fucking insane. Did you say don't about mention the pheasant? it? About what? The pheasant. It was the pheasant. Pheasant. Oh, that was so easy. I'd like gonna... to hear that story in preference the pheasant... to the child pornography Do you know what? One. The child porn one is actually more agreeable than the pheasant one. Oh, so, yeah, I, so yeah, I agree. Let's, let's the hear bestiality. the... Bestiality. Well, we'll see. 
I told Nat that another story was slightly related to child pornography and she started doing that thing that she does when she starts acting like this show is regulated by fucking... That's as if it's CBeebies or something. Like, she starts <laughs> really flying out. It's, we can say what we want. Yeah, but you... No. Yeah. You couldn't say something that would be breaking the law. What makes you think I would? I don't think you would. No, but I'm saying you can say it, I can say what I want. There are always limits. But I said it's related to child porn and then you acted as if I'd, as if I'd brought some in. <laughs> And I was going to, like, give it to Jacob and say, just tweet that out during the show, would you? <laughs> it's about time people got are. over this, isn't it? <laughs> what? It's really weird, though. I was just thinking about this before, that you got such in a panic, because I said gypsies. Yeah. Yeah, this is... But you employed John Gaunt at one point. That's the, mate, do you know what, Barry? I, I, I don't need to have an argument for that, and if I did need to, I wouldn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> There's no connection. It's very no no wait no no wait wait. It's very this is a rarity. This doesn't happen often. <laughs> where Barry Dodds hits a bullseye, but Barry Dodds has just hit a bullseye whilst not even looking at the board. But he is exactly right. He is exactly right. I will say <laughs> he is. He's he, right. That there is no connection between him and. Like, you're saying the word gypsy, and then you're saying John Gordon, and there's no connection between yeah. the two. But you said about not saying things that are technically illegal, and I think he probably did, didn't he? I don't think he did, no. Pretty Do you sure. not think? No. I think if you really put the comb through the law, you could probably get him on something. Well, no. Hate speech. Hate speech, yeah. Yeah, it's hate speech. That's true. That is true. So, Barry is right. All Barry's doing now is defending himself after being attacked, and he was attacked. Yeah, he was. By, by you and me. Yeah. That's true. Were you, have you been listening to the show all the time, Barry? This today's. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so you heard that I said that I I thought about it afterwards and didn't know why we'd sort of come down so hard on you. Um, yeah, I get. I, I, I sort of see it from both sides. It's wrong to presume that somebody's a gypsy, but if they are a gypsy, then I think it's fine to call them that. It's yeah. like the yeah. Channel Four program, My Big Fat Gypsy exactly. Wedding. Yeah, but the, we knew that they and were the, gypsies. Yeah, but the Black and White Minstrels was on in the seventies. Just because a program's been on doesn't mean it's now. Yeah, in, I, in today's day and age, it's actually all right. Mm. Also, the thing yeah. as well, the third way of looking at it as well, Barry, is if somebody gypsy or otherwise is operating a business that isn't paying tax, then shouldn't we be pulling them up on it? Uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, so, you, so you're, you're right to condemn them, this moving company that gave you a receipt scrawled on the back of a bit of paper saying Van Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've still got that invoice. Name, Van Man. <laughs> 150 quid. Unbelievable. Yeah, so anyway, look, I want to tell one of your stories. Okay. Because the other day, I was in, in the, oh, since I was in the car with Barry, I wasn't in the car with Barry, I was in the car on my own. I was driving to wherever I was going, where was I going to? Guildford, Manchester. Oh, yeah, Guildford. Yeah. Um, oh, Elstree. No, I was going oh, to Elstree. For, yeah, so I was going to Elstree Studios, and I was on my way there chatting to Barry, and I said something during it, which is honestly true, which is that I... I find something out about Barry in every phone conversation I have with him. Every episode of the Parapod we record, I find something new, and I do. And I think that's what leads people to believe as a character in the Parapod, because <laughs> there was no evidence that was ever going to be told, that story. And then you all think, how, you must have just wrote that, because how, how long have you been sat on that story? Mm. And all I can do again is just say, it happens in real life. Every day, Barry tells me a story from his life, just casually, that should be someone's main story from their life. Mm. You know, someone said to you, tell an anecdote about your life. Yeah. The, 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 the what You go to one. And he's got a new one every day. But the way he tells it, it isn't like it's a big deal either. It's just like he just slips it out into a conversation, doesn't he? He does just slip it out. Let's talk about the, um, the calendar, Barry. The calendar. Yeah, yeah. The what was going to be, or the brochure rather, what was going to be a brochure. 
Oh, yeah, 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 in France. What? Listen to this. Please, yeah. Go on. Well, I was just telling you that when I was, um, I was really young, uh, how old do you reckon I am in that photo? About five? I tried not to look at it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Although if I had looked at it too hard, then I would have been able to uh, probably pick out how old you were. So you look, you're a child. You get sharper, don't you? Get a bit sharper. You look like a child or you are a child. He's definitely I'm a child, child. yeah. Okay. I was really young. And you're in a calendar. Yeah. I'll show you the picture if you no, want. No, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, I was on holiday in France with my mum and dad. I was staying in a caravan. And, um, I, I mean, my mum, my mum was patchy of it because I was so young. Well, your memory um, definitely is patchy of it because what you told me had happened to what the actual photo showed were completely different things. Continue. I, want, I definitely want to hear this. What's, please, Barry? Well, yeah, it was, it was, it was just like a, it was just like a holiday. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, just one of the days I was sat, uh, in the swimming pool. No, I wasn't even in the swimming pool because I was really scared. I was really no, nervous. Child. Five, five or six. Five or say, six. Not yeah. saying. Yeah, about five or six. And I was at the, I was at the swimming pool. But yeah, it's what really cute, cute child. Cute child. Man. Very cute. In a nice yeah, way. There's a, yeah, there's another photo of me as a kid, which sort of ties in with us a little bit. Ooh, send us I was in. Um, <laughs> tweet us in. Tweet us in. <laughs> Sorry. Are you in America? Are you on a delay today? <laughs> no, they're not just... That sounds a little bit muffled. Yeah. Oh, dear, sorry. Mate, thank heavens for small mercies, mate. <laughs> Take the candle. <laughs> so, go on. You're on holiday. So, yeah, I was, I was uh, yeah, on holiday at a swimming pool, but not even in the swimming pool, because I was nervous. I was nervous of water, so my brother would have been about one or two or something. <laughs> my dad had him in the pool, like in the rubber ring. James is loving it. Um, but I was right. really nervous, so I was playing in the foot spa. That was the closest I would go at the water. Foot, 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 foot. He's, uh, he's changed it now from what he told me to foot spa. It wasn't a foot spa. It Wait. was the, you know, the little... It's what you walk in. You know, the little square of water with yeah, disinfectant in it that you spa. walk in. So, no, no, he's, he think he's bigging his part up. When <laughs> he was swimming in that. <laughs> that's what Barry was playing in. Okay, Just right, like yeah, dodging yeah. corn <laughs> boxes and stuff. He's scared of the big pool. <laughs> so I was just sat playing in that. My mum didn't seem to have an issue with it, but, you know... So she was sat with us, and I'm splashing away in this little foot wash thing. And this bloke came up and uh, just said, can I take a photograph of your son? And the man was like, yeah, all right. Um, and he went, oh, do you want to have your photo taken? And I was like, oh, okay. And then went, we'll give you some chips. So oh, I went, okay. Grooming. So these two blokes took me with my parents' Sorry, consent. What? And okay. started... Um, taking photographs of us. But you said it was for a brochure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They told me, oh, yeah, we work, we work for the caravan park and we're going to make a brochure and we want, uh, we want to put your son in the brochure. So, um, yeah, can we take some photographs of him? Were you in the foot spa the still? <laughs> Good hold no, 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 but I got out of the foot spa. Okay. And the, um, so, yeah, they took us away and took some photographs of us. On yeah. your own? And, and tell, me how you, uh, tell me what you were thinking in your head at that point. I was getting some chips. Yeah. And also, for the photo, you were posing nice and you were... Yeah. You told you me like you were voguing, is what you told me. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I am voguing. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, cock- I'm, I'm cocking my leg up. And, like, my mum and dad just thought nothing of it. And, like, my mum was taking photographs and the bloke taking the photographs picture. of me. I think this is going to be, like, my son's big moment. <laughs> going to be in a holiday brochure. Zooming in. Zooming in. <laughs> 
I'm just looking at you now, and you are—you have got your leg up and the chips in yeah. hand. It's, yeah. You're voguing before Vogue was a thing, I think. And, uh, and my favourite part of the picture as well. So he's got his <laughs> chips in his hand while a stranger with no top on takes yeah. photos of him. Yep. In a in a foreign land, apparently for a brochure. Yeah. And when I looked at the picture, look what's on the, written on the notice board next to him. Menu today special. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and Barry, Barry, there, you're being today special, aren't you, for that particular ring? Um, <laughs> did you get a copy of the brochure? Yeah, good question. Nat, good question. How did the photos look in the brochure the following year, Barry? Never came out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, did your mum uh, get a contact with the person who took the photos to say? Good. Yeah, you know, that would be good parenting. That's what I. Touch. Yeah, that's yeah. certainly what I would do. I would certainly have said. Oh, well, no, we... no, no, no. I, th- I think she was just a bit giddy that her son had been picked out. Yeah, she's just, yeah snap, snap away. Right. He's in his trunks ready. Snap away. So what happened was a man walked over to your mum, said, can I take a picture of your son, please? Two men. some chips. Two men. Two men. Yeah. She said, fine, they took you away. They needed to in case, well, that's us take over the photos if the other <laughs> yeah. one just lost control. They... <laughs> <laughs> Did they didn't like do any creepy? Well, that's creepy in itself. In what did they now. do any creepy stuff now? Yeah. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point, Barry. Um, two strangers came up, barely dressed themselves, and asked to take a picture of a child. But did they do anything creepy? Well, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't ask you, did they? So like, just take your top up. Oh, it's hot, Barry. It's a hot day. Eating chips with topless chips. He told me when he told me the story originally. He told me he was just in his swimming trunks, and in that picture, he's in trunks he's and just, a t-shirt. Yeah. But he'd, yeah, rem- he'd remembered yeah. it that he was like strutting I'd... up and down, showing his one pack. Well, they're quite skimpy shorts. <laughs> They are quite skimpy, but also in shorts are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, by, yeah. The, by definition, they are. Yeah. Well, I think you look lovely, um, mate. And I, but do you know what I mean? I, I, we also looked at the possibility, didn't we, of you reporting this even now? <laughs> well, I, honestly, if I rang my mum now and went, do you remember when we were in France and that man was taking photographs of us? I know my mum's reaction would be, oh, yeah, it's really annoying that brochure never came out. Mm. Yeah. I mean, That's how she'd remember it. We also don't know that there wasn't a brochure mm. and that you just weren't selected. Maybe they got a, you know, a, yeah, you know exactly, it's not yeah. really a phrase I'd like to use, but maybe a sexier child came along. <laughs> <laughs> my mum and dad once put my picture in the local newspaper, right, with um, a picture of me, my date of birth and my address. <laughs> <laughs> I swear Why? to God. Yeah. What was the context? I've no idea. If you had I mean, a child like Barry, how, how would you deal with the situation? And then saying, what, please take him, available. <laughs> you can't say that directly, right, but you can give right, them all right, the right. information they need. He will be here at three <laughs> o'clock on Thursday if you want to pick him up. Yeah, honestly, there's like loads of pictures of the kids and like their gate of birth and their address. What newspaper um, is this? <laughs> Look at her, she's I, I don't, she's I don't know what it was. I found, I found the cutting. I took a picture of it. I think I put it on Twitter. Oh, honestly, it's like, it's like a takeaway menu for pedos. Right, yeah, but what's it? <laughs> But was it um, was it announcing your birth? Mm. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. I'm about three. All right. Was it curly hair and like laughing? Then was it for your birthday or something like? That? Was it? For... I don't know what it is. It's just loads of pictures of kids with all the details on <laughs> yeah, it. You wouldn't have an address even for your birthday, would you? <laughs> like, was it at the top of the page? Does it say birthdays or something like that? Does it say? No. 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 Because no, everyone had different birthdays. Because there was a girl across the road called Jill. She's she's the next picture along from me as well. <laughs> Right. Oh, it sounds more sinister when you say it out loud. But it that doesn't, it doesn't sound it, it is. that is sinister. But is it like, was it adoptions? Was it like, I mean, it, 
Well, they... It's just a picture of me and me, date of birth, and like, and then the address. Like, 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 honestly, the postcode and everything, like, pretty sat nav days. Is there? Do your parents know that you're a, a, a child, or do they think you're a dog or something? Is it? Is there? Is there a possibility <laughs> that they think you're a pet? Maybe they used to walk <laughs> you twice a day. Were you? Were you for sale? <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that, that's what it's like. I'll, 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 no, I'll, I'll send you the photo. Oh yeah, please Will do. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I want to see it. I was a cute kid. Oh, no, there you, I, go. you were, and you were very good at mate, baking. Mate, mate, I know very from good. what I heard, you were never out of work. <laughs> <laughs> I watched. Um, I'm, I'm off mic at the moment because I'm looking for a song for you. How were the MGMT, chips? did yeah, you say? Kids, I think they've got yeah. that on the system. How were the chips, by the way, Barry? Do you remember them? They were all right. Yeah. So. But were they were they worth it, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> are you sure there's, def- there's not something you might have blocked out? Are you definitely certain that's all that happened? I can. Rem- this is what I remember of that holiday: swimming, swimming in the foot spa, getting my picture taken by the two men. Mm-hmm. I tried to. I, I played in some gravel, and <coughs> I ate a load of red berries off a bush and got really sick. That's true. Did the men give you these? No, berries? He did, no, he did that off his own back. Oh, he went and picked horse. Um, it sounds like... Well, do you know what? It's interesting, this, isn't it? Because if we were talking about any other child, this would be a really horrible conversation. We'd be a bit more serious about it. And for some reason, there's something by the fact that it's Barry that's making this potential child sex ring all right and a bit funny. It's not damaged. I've turned out all right. Yeah. I, well, I mean, mm. that... Yeah, that's the... Uh, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing right there. <laughs> It was either a combination of the uh, sexual interference, albeit with just a camera, mm. not just a camera, with a camera. The red berries clearly did some damage, and the uh, sure. the chemicals from the foot wash have obviously gone in there somewhere as well to create the Barry Dodds that we all know and deal with to this day. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've been very good, mate. You've been so good. I'm going to put a song on for you. Oh, brilliant. Oh, cheers, mate. You, Barry, you are yeah. more than welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shop Boys, heart, especially at the request of Barry Dodds, his best band, the Pet Shop Boys, it's... singing um, one of his best songs, Heart. And mm. we'll be playing more Pet Shop Boys as the day goes on for Barry, who loves the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. Big fan. Big, big uh, fan. Barry, I've got your text. Um, I'm going to put you on this show again at some point today. If that's all right with you. I have to say it's, it's all right. I've told you what I'll do if you don't come on. Okay. I'll tell the stories from my point of view. I've got his uh, picture of him in the paper with his address as a kid. He sent that to me now, so that's yeah. nice. Yeah, tweet it. Just tweet it out from Facebook. I just, yeah, I could do. Barry's I imagine that's still his parents' address. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, just tweet his parents' address. Fine, it's yeah. his fault for sending he it, said, it, He said he put it on Twitter, didn't he? Yeah, but he, I think he blurred he out blurred the address. Out address but we don't have to do that. No, no, we don't. It's fine. No. So, we're joined on the phone now uh, by uh, Kit Redstone. Kit, you there? Yeah, hi, I'm here. How are you getting on? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm a little bit tired, but that's the norm, really, for me. Are you a tired person, Kit? Just add in it. Look at that. Hello. Oh. Do you know what we? I, I thought that was one of the weirdest things ever. I thought we were having a walkout, but on a phone interview. Oh no, no, no! I think <laughs> like, we like you were making think... a point of like going right. Just I want them to hear yeah. my feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all. That's, yeah, no, sorry. I think we got. I think there was some little problem or something. That's quite but all no, right. I'm here. That's absolutely <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, I'm all good. Thank you. I'm all good. 
Um, we're talking about today um, uh, the show that you're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, testosterone. Yeah. Which is a really interesting premise as well. So it says it's the true story of yourself and your first entrance into a male gym, change rooms at the age of 33. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, it, it's kind of, I mean, it, it, it's a true story in that we've taken a very brief moment that happened and me and Roman Clay, the guys who, are, who I'm making it with, sort of expanded on that moment and put a lot of fantasy and sort of new stuff in. So, yeah, it, it's starting, the starting point of the show, I guess, is a real moment. Yeah. And then it kind of goes somewhere really wild and fantastical. Okay. That's is that I, I like stuff that goes from a, uh, that starts. Well, it's bizarre, a bizarre thing to say, but something that starts with a starting point. And what I mean yeah. by that is is in the actual producing of it. So the actual that you've hit a starting point, you've pinpointed a moment and gone from there. My issue when I write things like that is I start with a starting yeah. point and then just carry on writing what exactly happened. Uh, I see. Yeah, I find yeah, it yeah. difficult I mean, to break reality. Do you know what I mean? No, I think for us it was the opposite. I think we were like, okay, reality, that's fine. Now, you know, as soon as we can kind of get as, as crazy as we can and yeah. sort of take it to sort of real sort of, you know, heightened places of imagination. Yeah, and yeah. that's when it became really fun and not a sort of worthy, sort of, I don't know, a worthy narrative about, you know, I mean, a minority issue or whatever. Yeah. And, and it becomes sort of magical, I guess. Well, I mean, uh, I get what you mean by, minor by it being a minority issue, but it is now... I mean, I say now as if it wasn't always, but now it's far more apparent that this is a majority issue. You know, this is an issue for everybody yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to at least get their, I, get their heads round, really, isn't it? Yeah, and I think for, for us, it was, or for me particularly, it was really important to go beyond the sort of, like, the, you know, the, the sort of trans narrative of, like, you know, this is what it's like to be trans and it's really difficult. Yeah. And I think that's a really important narrative to have but for me and for the guys I was working with, it was kind of much more important for us in this show to go beyond that so that it was more about gender and masculinity as a whole. Yeah. So it was like, in a way, using my, using sort of the condensed growing up that I had to do when yeah. I transitioned, you know, I, I, you literally have to go through sort of baby you know, babyhood to teenage to adult in, in a year or two years right. and taking that as a lens through which to look at masculinity in general. Uh, m masculinity is a it's, a... it's a word I hate, you know, really, but... I, yeah, I, yeah. It's, um, it, it's an interesting thing in, in terms of... When you break everything down, it's, it's always in a state... Of, well, as is, as is every... What is it? An emotion? Is it an emotion, or is it a way of being? Is it a state? I guess it's a state of masculinity, isn't it? it it's perhaps. I think it. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> it's it's kind of a strange umbrella term. Yeah. For sort of all sorts of wonderful and terrible things, you know. Yeah. It's a kind of, and we use it in a way. I think I think masculinity is, is a tricky word because it it points more towards the performance of the gender yeah, yeah, than yeah. being a man or a woman, which has a sort of concrete, you know what I mean? It's, what it that's is. How, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I guess it's the mask the mask we wear without being too much of a wanker about it, but it is Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. is that and and you know, if we if we work in the absolutes of masculinity and femini- femininity, which I know aren't absolutes, but if we just for the purpose of this and this conversation, they're both in a in a constant state of flux. So they're constantly it's a constant what was considered definitive masculinity if such a thing could even exist in the 60s was different yeah. to the 70s were different to the 80s yeah, different to the 90s or yeah. you know, and and I guess some some things that would have been considered definitive masculinity at certain points in life would have been fucking abhorrent today. Yeah, you know what I mean? Completely different now. Yeah, exactly. Not that they don't still exist a, on yeah, some levels with some people, but not you know, not all men. But for me, for me, and you know, the way I see sort of gender, it's not just masculinity itself that goes through a flux. It's also each of us day to day that we amp up our masculinity in certain circumstances we reduce it for others so throughout a day whether you're conscious of it or not i think we're sort of you know playing with it and you know sort of it's it's changing and there are moments when we feel hyper masculine and there are moments when we don't feel masculine and i think more importantly there are moments when on purpose for whatever reason we minimize our masculinity um you know, and then I think, you know, for us, we wanted to make a show that just, you know, I don't know. I mean, it just asks people to question their own gender performance and, yeah. you know, what, what, what it means to them to be a man or a woman yeah. or, or whatever else on the gender spectrum. I mean, you're right, because it is, it is, I don't know if this applies to femininity, because I can't, you know, do that from a from a female perspective anyway. But, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, I certainly have feminine qualities myself, but I, w- I would... Um, I, I wouldn't presume to speak speak for someone else, but it's always, from my experience, I think it's it's usually responsive. So it's usually a response to something. So it's, it's normally, for example, if someone kicked off, then you'd ramp up your alpha male thing. Do you know what I mean? You sort yeah, of like, yeah, absolutely, you, or, you know, or, or if you take control or whatever. Yeah, and and conversely, if you felt that someone was, you know, felt threatened by you, totally, and that's not yeah, what yeah, you yeah. wanted, yeah. you would probably try and soften yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, and but also there's a lot of unconscious things going on, I think, you know, and when, I mean, interestingly, for for our show, we're all men. I mean, they're cisgendered men and I'm a trans man, yeah. but the atmosphere in the rehearsal room, particularly at the beginning, you know, it was a very interesting one that kind of informed our piece because there was quite a lot of sort of you know, like male egos pushing for space, right, okay. and it was really interesting. I mean, it was it, it it was kind of fascinating in itself. Do you do you find in this is a big question, but do you find yeah. in your life when people are aware um, that you're a female to male transgender? Yeah, I, 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 mate, I don't want to I don't want to define. You know what I mean? I've got to say certain things to, to get to put this over to the listener, but I don't want to define you by things and all that sort of business. But yeah. do you find when people are aware of that, that they alter their behaviour towards you in that respect? So, so in the respect of, like, for example, there's nothing I enjoy less than being yeah. with a gang of lads who are being lads. Like, nothing yeah. I enjoy less. I, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I couldn't even play along with it, man. You know, it's, it's that, I, I couldn't even do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I find it vile, and obviously I see it if I do gigs and stuff. You see it in stag nights, but head nights can be yeah. equally objectionable. But but anyway, but do you find that, that there is a, a different reaction towards you in that respect, in the laddish respect? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's down to the people that I'm around. 
no, really. I mean, yeah, okay. I, I, I think for me, there wasn't a massive... I mean, there were things that changed, but I was never particularly... Uh, I wasn't really feminine. I was quite androgynous before I transitioned. Yeah, 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 okay. So the leap into masculinity wasn't such a big one. Right. You know, in terms of the way people perceived me. But, I mean, I've, you know what I've had? I've been very lucky, and I think it's a different story for a lot, a lot of transgender people. But I've been surrounded by people who are very open-minded and accepting, and I, I, I haven't experienced... I mean, I used to get sort of... I guess people... When I was androgynous, it was actually harder for me to function in the world. But now that I'm red, completely 100% male, you, you know, like no yourself, one... Yeah, could, yeah. Yeah, no one has, has queried my gender since the beginning of my transition. So, you know, for me, in a way, it's felt like almost slipping into anonymity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And then when I do tell people, I mean, mostly they just have lots of questions. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's the same, it's the same questions every time. And it's just a question of whether I want to answer them or not and how comfortable I feel um, in that environment. But yeah. lad culture... Um, I, I don't know that many super laddie men. I don't really, but you know, occasionally one will slip under the net, and it's that. Oh thing, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's unavoidable as well. I really struggle. So really struggle with it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of see it as sweet more. Okay. I, think yeah, I, used, yeah. to, I used to find it threatening, and now I just see it as kind of sort of puppies, you know. Yeah. Like, but just you know, kind of puppies, like <laughs> making a lot of noise and pissing everywhere. But if they, but, <laughs> but if they are being, if, if they want to be threatening and they are being threatening, the last thing you yeah. want to do is say how sweet it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, please be careful with that. Like, don't go. Oh, you look yeah, sweet. No, no. Oh, look at your sweet knives. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'm not talking about guys. You know, literally trying to kind of start a fight. I mean, you know, like men being rowdy on the tube after a football match yeah, yeah, and things yeah. like that and I think I often my temptation is to to get really pissed off with them and just be like just such idiots what's wrong with you yeah, 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 but yeah. I think I think you know what the more the more sort of the more I live in the skin of a man I'm trying to sort of have more compassion towards other men um how old are you uh 35 okay uh, do you know what? I think that's something that happens at, around that age. I think it's a... I mean, I mean that, that's, convenient. that's convenient, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> as, if, okay. as if I'd just gone, well, I reckon you're 35. No, um, but I mean, well, I'm 43. I'm 22. Yeah. And well, I... Yeah. But if I was 43, then I would be... Yeah. I think there's something that where you, you calm down, so you, and, you, and you also get quite reflective, so you start to get slightly more patient with things and you and you and you you tend to look for reasons for things rather than just reacting to things so yeah so yeah when you said idiots then i was like I'm, I, i've certainly in my life been like they're fucking idiots then people and there was a yeah. temptation to do that one that the other week with you know with all the trump business and all that and, yeah of course and it's not it's really not helpful to just go oh you fucking idiots it's, it's like well no. what, what's going on here well it just it just creates bigger divisions I yeah, think, yeah between absolutely. people you know and I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think I used to get very angry with kind of people that I perceived as, you know, behaving in a way that I thought wasn't, you know, like wasn't careful or responsible. Yeah. And now I think, you know, I think it's, it's like my life goal to kind of come to terms with the world being what it is. Yeah. You know, and, and just sort of minimizing the stress or the damage that that causes 
you know, yeah, the self. Yeah, but at the, at the same time, there's uh, there's always a risk of accepting stuff in terms of... Oh, that should it, be challenged. Yeah, that should be challenged or should be quashed, you know, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, it's only an individual's opinion it should be quashed, or a movement's opinion it should be quashed, so it's that's where it all starts getting really complicated, yeah. I think. But on the... Well, I think, go on, sorry. No, go on. No, 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 honestly, I insist there is no alpha male in this conversation. No, I think I was going to say really that um, you know I oh, oh, I've forgotten now. <laughs> You've forgotten what I was going to say. So you go instead. Fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. I'll, 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 I'll be dominant you. then. I'll <laughs> I'll take yeah, the reins. Yeah, you do it. Come on, take the prize. Um, no, do you know what? I was I, I, bizarrely not bizarrely, but but coincidentally, I had a very similar conversation. Not a similar conversation, even that none of what I'm saying is applying to what we're talking about. But yeah, I had yeah. a conversation the other night with my missus who. Um, I'd say my missus, it, my, my missus is active in terms of her uh, socio-political stances. So she's active in terms of uh, feminism. She's active in terms of, you know, gay rights, all all that, all that sort of thing. So she's she's yeah. up on it, and she sort of knows what she's talking about. But we yeah. regularly discuss it, and we regularly talk about it. And we had a very long chat the other night. The conclusion of which was was me saying, and and her kind of agreeing really was that it's it's militant situations in any under anything even something that's a a genuinely uh, good starting point when you get militant about things and when you get dogged about things in terms of uh, being dominant about things that is as you said earlier on that's when you start getting divisive and divisive is no better than the situation you're already in so so there's always an argument there'll always be an argument with you know, people pushing causes, you know, with, with right-wing people pushing causes, they'll always go to extremes, so yeah. no, nobody ever really wants equality, that's what it, how it appears to me, so, or feminism, you know, when you get a militant feminist, no, no one, they don't actually want equality, they want to overtake, or they want, you know, you know it, it, oh, that's certainly what, what's given off to me, and, and and likewise, people who will say, you know, about immigration, all that sort of shit, they, they never just want to control it, really, they actually want to just stop the brown people coming here, you know, it's... it's yeah, 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 and, yeah. And, and, and I think it's... I think it's something that when when gone unchecked, even by the good guys, you know, e- even when the people that you agree with, when it goes unchecked, somebody being a militant, it invariably ends up doing more damage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because it's really I hard, mean, yeah. you know, going back to what we were saying before, like sometimes, you know, sometimes things, sometimes kicking up a stink about certain things is what is important and necessary yeah. to do. Yeah. And I think it's just a question of knowing in which environment you do that and in which environment you just, you know, you try and listen and, 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 and play a more diplomatic role. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously, like, you know, we, <laughs> I mean, you know, depending on the cause, obviously, I mean, yeah, <laughs> from yeah, my yeah, perspective, yeah. if it's about making the world a more tolerant and better place, there are moments where you have to be defiant and you have to say, you know, like, no, screw you, you're going to listen to me yeah. and I'm going to, you know, have my say. And then there are other times when, you know, the best thing you can do is just listen and be compassionate and understanding, and, yeah. you know. Di- di- like, di- di- diplomacy is a good word that you use. That diplomacy is, a good, is, is certainly a... a, a uh, something I think that we we could all strive for really is to be m- more diplomatic yeah, yeah. in these um, situations. And also, I'm pulling you up on the word tolerate as well because I don't think anybody should be tolerated. I think people should be accepted. Yeah, no, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, 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 you know, it, it, it's a tough one, I think, and it's a really. I, I just find myself increasingly pissed off with the people on my side. 
I'm sorry. On, on, on my side. So the people that I agree with. Yeah. You know, if, uh, the worst thing I can do yeah, is, yeah. is scroll through Twitter because I just go, why the fuck are you saying that? I was, I was all right. Yeah. It, it was all all right. Yeah. And what yeah, you were I saying know, was I right. Know. And now you're saying you hate all men. It's like you can't fucking throw yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that around. It's ridiculous. No, I know. I, I mean, I think I, I've, I made a very, um, I think the best decision I've made in the last year, which is not to read comments on yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nothing. I have a rule for myself. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it's not even, it's not because I'm really sensitive. What, if, know, it, what if it's your medical it, notes? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't but read that's it. For someone else to deal with. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I just, like, for me, I, I think some people are all right with it, but I get so easily angry that I'm just like, no, yeah, yeah. just don't do it. You yeah. know, you can curate your own world. No, that's and true. Just pretend yeah. that these things don't exist. No, um, you're absolutely, yeah. you're absolutely right. It's totally true. It's a very difficult one to, I, I struggle. I mean, I mean especially. Go on. No, no, go on. No, oh, well, I was you quick. Say, especially with, 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 with the trans thing. Yeah. You know, if I choose to go down that path and I read the comments section on, you know, trans men or women's YouTube videos and I, you know, there's, there's a, there's a sort of, you know, a bucket of hate of course that so. I just yeah. don't yeah, even want to lift the lid. You know, and, it just yeah, doesn't yeah. do me any good. Um, but and, and, but like, likewise, I would find looking for, uh, from an outside eye looking at that. Well, I've mates who are trans and, and, and looking from an outside eye, I've seen shit yeah. that they get, you know, then it's fucking horrible. At the same time, yeah. I've seen militant people who would be pro pro trans, is that even a thing? You know what I mean? Who would be on the, on the right side of the argument, as far as I'm yeah. concerned, yeah. being equally same. objectionable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, I guess that, that's, that's when it gets hard. Is it's like, well, you just, I guess, just don't be objectionable if you can, yeah. if you can help it. And I'm a fine no, one to say that. Yeah, I think, I think absolutely. You know, just across the board. Yeah. Try not to be objectionable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you can still, you can, you can ruffle people's feathers every now and again. I'm not going to put a blanket rule on that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Because sometimes course. it's fun, isn't it, Kip? Yeah, 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 it yeah. is. I mean, sometimes you can't help yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, do you have, uh, very quickly, do you have a, yeah. is there a goal with this piece of that you've created with testosterone, or or is it just a thing for the sake of it being a thing? Is it is it just an interesting thing? Um, what, a goal in, do you mean what? sort of for the life of the show, or um, sort No, of... no, no, in, in terms of response, so in terms of, you know, uh, uh, is it a, yeah. go on. I mean, I guess, what do I want from the show? I mean, just simple things like, you know, uh, people to see a trans person writing and telling their own story in yeah. their own way, you know, um, and and sort of relating that story to things that they'll see in themselves in their own lives. Yeah, you know, so creating some common ground between between trans people and cisgendered people, but yeah. also also just you know. I mean, just posing some questions to okay. an audience. You know, questions about about what we talked about at the beginning, uh, performance of gender and the way that, you know, like we, we uh, you know, we play our gender. And I, I, I just think that that's a topic at the moment that people are talking about. Yeah. And, you know, it's nice to kind of bring it into mainstream theatre, take it out of, you know, sort of, Take it out of the arena of queer critical theory, yeah, yeah, and make it make it something that's accessible and you know, like accessible and meaningful to everyone. I, th I think also uh, there has to be an, an acknowledgement from people as well that, and it's uh, very similarly with racism and sexism, if you know, as, as the big three, yeah. um, is that you? I think you've got to 
not think you're totally all right. So, for example, brutally honest, and I genuinely don't mean to insult you by this, but this is br- just yeah. brutally honest to make to, to illustrate that point. Yeah. The second you came on the phone today, in my yeah. head, I thought, really sounds like a bloke. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know, do you know I mean, what I mean? Of course, I'm aware. Like when we when we said hello, I'm aware that that's what you're going to be thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so there's the amazing unsaid dialogue between us. Totally. So, so there's re- and even though, and I say to you know anyone male that I talk to, I will I will call man. I will go. Thing is though, man, and you know whether I know yeah, them yeah, or yeah. not. And yeah. today, I think there's a point today where I paused slightly before saying it because yeah. I didn't want to be perceived that I was doing it. Like, hey, come on, I yeah, get yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, I know, yeah, I know you're you a bloke, were, I get it. I know, I know, you're, I know you're a bloke, sweetheart. Yeah. You, know, you know, it was like that. I don't want to come across like that. Yeah, yeah, but I think that that's that's the kind of, I, you know, what that's the reaction that I I I I find the strangest because I think people often assume that when they're talking to a trans person, yeah. that that person is going to be very um, very delicate and vulnerable. Yeah. And, and, you know, not able to kind of reflect on themselves with humor or, you know what I mean, or to enjoy, or to forgive a mistake, yeah, a yeah, pronoun yeah. mistake, or, you know, a question that might be a little bit kind of off the wall. And, you know, I think that's, that's something that I think the more that people see trans people talking about themselves with humor yeah. and lightness, you know, that, 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 that hesitance. Yeah. will go away. But do you, know, you know, do, do you know what one of the main causes is of that insecurity amongst people who are actually cool with it, that, uh, yeah. that makes them worried? Militants. Yeah, of course. It's, mi- of it's, course, it's militants. It's, mili- so it's people being militants. <laughs> you really hate militants. Well, no, I don't, do you know what? I don't, I don't think I hate anyone other than certain no. individuals. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I don't yeah. really hate yeah. people based on particular beliefs necessarily. I, yeah. I don't think I hate a group of people. But... Yeah. Um, I, I, I just increasingly just it, it, uh, more than anything it frustrates me because it's like you're you, you, well, you're it's arguing... not very tolerant isn't it yeah. is it but you know I'll tell you something interesting so I've recently in the last year I had two responses um, from from people I just met and one you know when I told them I was trans yeah and one of the responses was this lovely lovely couple from Essex that I was having sitting and, you know, we'd, we'd become friends. And they were an older couple. Right. And they were really shocked when they found out. And they asked me loads of questions. Yeah. And I didn't find those questions invasive at all, yeah. you know, because it was done with such, like, curiosity and just wanting to know and understand. And then another time I was at a wedding and it came up at the wedding and I'd, you know, sort of, you know, been getting on very well <laughs> with another couple who were younger, more closer to my own age. And their response was to just become very sort of, I don't know, they just became very anxious, you know, about being around me. They didn't say anything. They didn't say anything that was rude, nothing. It was just that their attitude, as soon as they found out, just changed. And for me, that was much, it was much bigger and stranger than somebody going, I don't have a fuck, I don't have a bloody clue what you are. Can you explain it to me? You know, and I would rather that reaction than somebody kind of, you know, shrinking away with fear. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. Because they're so worried that they're going to offend me or that I made a glass. Um, but, but you know, we, we, we'd all write, like to write our own reviews, wouldn't we? <laughs> we, we yeah, absolutely. We'd all yeah. like to <laughs> control how people actually react to us, but it's out of our hands, isn't it, a lot of the times? Um, yes, I've got to wrap is, yeah. up, but, but literally very quickly before we go, 
Yeah, we, we had a tweet through, and you were talking before from Ninja Pirate Walrus. I don't know if this person is actually any of uh, those things. Ninja Pirate Walrus. Yeah, let's not. That's, I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take any. I mean, Robot is in their actual app name, so I wouldn't take yeah, any yeah. of these things at face value. Um, okay, go but, for it. But they said, I know it's just from what I've seen, but does he feel that, that the problems of FTM trans aren't highlighted as often as MTF? Sorry, they aren't highlight. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know why that is. If it's because society is kind of more focused on the female body. So, in, you know, it's kind of... Uh, in, I don't know why, but in, yeah. In terms yeah. of... No, I don't know if you, have, if you know this or not, but in terms of numbers, is it yeah. more... Um, uh, does it happen more... Is it more often MTF to FTM? what like statistically more yeah, yeah, people yeah. transition yeah i i really don't know i don't know i all i know is that there's a lot more there's a lot more sort of um ex exposure in media about um male to females yeah, and yeah. that largely for a long time historically trans men are you know are barely acknowledged as existing or being trans yeah. which is good and bad you know i mean it it has positive you know, the positive aspects are that you just kind of shrink into, you know, you just kind of merge into society in a sense. Yeah. And another thing is that you're just, your voice isn't really represented. Got you, okay. You know, your, your, your unique experience, I guess, as a trans man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my, that's my answer. Okay. Well, look, it sounds... I mean, it's been like, really nice chatting with you. Like, genuinely, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, you and, too, And I, again, I didn't expect to. This is the fucking... Not, not, not because of no, any no, of those no, things. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I get you. Yeah, no, I didn't. I was like, I was like yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that interview. It'll be fine. But um, yeah. I always like it when it's an interview that I'm indifferent about <laughs> that I then really enjoy yeah. doing. So it's been a pleasure... Yeah, honestly, Kate, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Oh, and thanks, The place called too. Testosterone. Yeah. Uh, it's at the New Diorama Theatre, 22nd of November to the 3rd of December. Um... Uh, is it every night? Is it all the time? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think we've got Sunday and Monday off, but yeah, okay. apart from that. Okay. Cool. Uh, brilliant. Thanks ever so much. Um, what's your favourite... Do you have a favourite Pet Shop Boys song? <laughs> uh, yeah, Rent. Oh, is it oh, Rent? Do you know what? I don't yeah. even think that's on it here. Hang on, hang on. Jacob's on it. He'll download oh, no, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got yes. It. I've got it. I've got it. Yes. Right, here no, we go. Because basically, my friend Barry Dodds... Um, yeah. who, uh, uh, I work with quite a bit. Uh, he uh, is a huge fan of the Pet Shop Boys, and he's asked me to play just Pet Shop Boys all day. Amazing, he's good not, for him. He, he hates them. <laughs> oh, he hates. Yeah, he hates them. He's a, he's <laughs> I secretly a, love them. He's a massive Erasure fan. <laughs> <laughs> not, so, it's not that far. So exactly, exactly. Erasure just copied the Pet Shop Boys. This is what I keep telling you. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but no, I like. But I do genuinely I in, in real life like the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. Like I've got like vinyl of Pet Shop Boys yeah. and stuff. I yeah. really do like them. So uh, this is uh, it's for Kit, but also for Barry as well. You know, you can share it out, right. can't you? Yeah. Thanks yeah, a lot, I'll Kit. Share it with you, Barry. Kit, Cheers. Cheers. Bye bye. See you later. Bye. bye. Pet Shop Boys rent, especially for Dodds there, and obviously for Kit Redstone, but mainly for Dodds. That was interesting tweet, that wasn't it? That tweet we got. Just yes. too late for the interview. Ninja Pirate Walrus, again, we don't know if we can't guarantee that this person is any of those things. Um, I must admit, I deleted that tweet in case I had, to, I had gotten the wrong idea. I'm very sorry. Mm. That's uh, what we're chatting about, isn't it? Yeah. Don't worry. Don't panic. That's the, uh, I think that's the. Uh... Speaking of panicking, mm. I got breathalyzed yesterday. <laughs> what, how and why? And obviously, with. Oh, not... look, the backstory to this is really important. Okay. Okay, so what I, over the last few days, here's what I did. I had, I can't remember the exact days it was. I had a meeting in town in London, which I don't like doing, so I had to go all the way to London for a mm -hmm. meeting. Then I went to, um, 
I did a long, long interview with someone that finished at five in the morning. So it was oh. two interviews. It was for a magazine and it was also, I was interviewing someone and also for the mental podcast, which I think I'm going to try and get out on the 2nd of December. I think I've got a date for it now. Okay. I think. That's good. But I'm really panicking because it's, I got tripped up. Somebody pulled out of it. It's, anyway, it's fucked so, it all up. But you were interviewing somebody on the phone or in person? No, no, in person, in person. Until five in the morning? Yeah, till five in the morning. Um, and then I left their place um, at five in the morning and drove home. Oh. That was in London and, yeah. and drove home. Um, I'd been up for 27 hours at that point. I, I felt quite bad driving, so I was like, I thought I was all right. And yeah. then as it went on, I was like, I'm not sure I'm all right. And I normally stop, but I'd been up so long, I was like, just fucking get home. So mm. I, I did, I got home safely. Um, then the next day I had to edit and write up what I'd already done. The next day I did Not Going Out. We recorded the next year's Christmas special for oh, Not wow. Going Out, not even this year's, which was kind of tough. It wasn't, I, I didn't really like the audience very much. And it was, it was a quite a difficult night. So I did that, and then I drove home, and then the next day I had a photo shoot in the morning in St. Helens. This was yesterday. I did a photo shoot in the morning. I'm dreading seeing those photos. Can I, am I allowed to ask what it's for? Are you doing a photo shoot for? You can ask, but I won't tell you. Oh, fine. Um, and uh, then I went to the final of the Four Nations. I saw that. I saw you were there with, um, with Johnny. Johnny, yeah. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny Vegas. Vegas. So, exactly, yeah. Because we know it's Johnny yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, for the listener. Johnny Vegas. <laughs> yeah. So we went, and it was, um, do you know what? It was a fucking funny day, really, because it was nice to go to a rugby match where I didn't care about the result, where it was like, I sort of wanted New Zealand to win, but they, they were never going to, I didn't think. Mm. But, you know, so I was sort of siding with them, but I didn't really care. It was just a day out. And we were in the corporate suite and stuff, because it were his tickets. And yeah. it, 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 no, it was, it was comfortable and got lots of free stuff. Got a, a rugby league, an RFL um, phone, portable phone charger. Very nice. We all got given one of them when we went in. And, uh, and I left with four. <laughs> so oh, can you it, leave with five next time? It was that sort one. of day. Yeah, I could do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was a nice day. I met Neil Fox, who won't mean anything to you, but Neil Fox is the record, holds the record for the most amount of points scored in a career in rugby league, in, his, in the history of rugby league, and it'll never be beaten. And oh. I was really like, he didn't play for Saints, he played for like Wakefield and, and Bradford, place like that. He was a, a Yorkshire guy. Mm. But I was really... What was he like? Nice guy? He was lovely, yeah. I met him and his son-in-law. They were really lovely people. But I was proper like, this bloke is an actual legend of the, of the game I love, you know. But how, when you say it can't be beaten, what, how can it not be beaten? Because it's just not, because the game isn't the same now. So it's just oh, not, right, okay. people don't play as long as they did in that in that day. And they don't, you know... Certain things were. Sometimes they, they'll readjust the records and go, well, for what a try is worth now, or for what a girl's worth now. And even with that, even taking that into account, you know, when they do it with films, when yeah. how much they've taken, and then yeah, they yeah. adjust it mm-hmm. for inflation, even with the adjustment, no one will ever beat Neil. It, they just won't. No one will beat Neil Fox's record. Mm. So it was really, yeah, lovely bloke. But we were. We felt a bit weird sort of being in there because. It was all like chairman, like the chairman of clubs and stuff. People in suits. Like the chairman of Wigan was there, and he was really like caught in Vegas. And Vegas is St. Helens, and the, you know, yeah, it was all just awkward. The head of the RFL was there, courting him to do what? But just sort of like being very, oh, have your photo took and all that sort of oh, thing. Okay. And, and and politicians were there, and it was like, oh, which ones? Doesn't matter, big but ones. there was one big, really big one. <laughs> um, but you know, wanting out to have photos and stuff, and yeah, he was like, yeah. I don't want to be stood in a photo with my arm round whoever. But you know, yeah, so. But he said, you know, he, he's, he did. He did some photos there because I saw. Yeah, no, he's he's very agreeable. Yeah, he's like he's a very agreeable lad. But here's the point. This is how we're getting to the point. Okay. So I drove us to Anfield. It was Anfield, Liverpool's ground. I drove us from St Helens to Anfield, mm. and he had a can of Guinness yeah. that he left in my cup holder. Right. Right. 
Last night, after not having... That's why I told you about what I've been doing up to. I've not, I don't have any sleep. I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah. So I'm driving back from his house down to my house. And I wasn't that... I was only like 30 miles from my house. I was like, I've got to stop. I've got to stop. This is dangerous now. I'm, I am nodding off. you so tired, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get a coffee. That's what they tell you to do. You get a coffee. Drink coffee yep. and then have a sleep. And then the coffee will wake you up. And that's when you're safest oh, to drive, okay. apparently. How long should you have a sleep for? About 20 minutes. Okay. So I pulled over into the services... I had a coffee, mm-hmm. and then I put my seat back. Had, I've got a pillow in the car anyway. I put the pillow there, put my coat over me like a duvet, and, and I started having to sleep. And the next thing was a knock on the window, oh, no. right, and a copper saying, so we just wanted to check you were all right, because it looked like you weren't me. I went, oh, sorry, I was just really, really tired. I'm just like, you know, because my engine was running as well. That's the mm. thing, part of it. He went, I'm just checking that you're all right. I went, oh, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then he clocks the Guinness. Was this an empty can? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he clocks that, and he goes, that's not yours, is it? And I said, so I went, no, it's Johnny Vegas's. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Think, which is the truth. Well, it makes sense, because you know him, but how does a policeman yeah, yeah, know yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then like, he, t- he started, he took a different tack, as if I was going, no, it's fucking Johnny Vegas's. Of course it's mine. <laughs> it was as if I said that, do you know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. So he, he went, all right. And I went, no, no, he actually is. I said, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've been with him at the rugby today. And uh, I had photos, and I showed him a photo. I said, look, look, genuinely is his, and he's left it in my car. And he went, well, you know, I've got, he said, I've got a stick here. And I said, what do you mean? Oh. And he said, I've got to do the step, got to do the breathalyzer thing. Yeah. I went, oh, yeah, that's fine, that's absolutely fine. Um, did it, and obviously it was, it yeah. was nil. It was, you know, it was, you know, it was all okay. Um, and I asked him, does he want it as a souvenir? I said, do you want it as a souvenir? What? <laughs> you can put it on eBay. <laughs> he said, yeah. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> Let's check eBay and see yeah, if there's a can yeah. of Johnny so Vegas. I, I said, give me a minute to just take a photo with it. I took a photo with it and being pissed off. I really wish I took it with the copper. Yeah, that would be. With the breathalyzer thing, but I didn't even I didn't think to do it, but I wish I'd done it. He so, might yeah. not want his face in the picture. No, no, exactly. But that, that was it. It was a... Uh, what? A, and then just immediately got on texting to Johnny, just going, look, what? Fuck it now, mate. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> don't leave cans of Guinness in my car. Yeah, I suppose if you can see the policeman coming over to your car and you can see where he's coming from. I let him have a cigarette in my car as well. The policeman? No, Johnny. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no smoking in my car, and I did. It was like, because it was a weird thing when we were driving to the ground. I saw him just tapping his cigs on his knee. Yeah. And I remembered when, you know, for the times when I've smoked and, and you want a cigarette, yeah. and I was, I was like, I know what that's like. And I went, you can have a cig if you want. And expecting because I would have gone no no it's fine and he went are you sure and it's, and it's that fucking answer are you sure you can't do anything you with you have to say yes yeah. otherwise well for it in the first yeah, place yeah 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 I'll buy these. No, I'll buy these. Are you sure? No, it's fucked. It's gone. But <laughs> <laughs> it's game over in it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so that's why I got breathalysed. And um, I, I was saying to Joe last night when I got, I went, I said I could tell that on stage, and she went, "All your stories about are about getting breathalysed. <laughs> like all your stories on stage are about the police stopping you." Yeah, that's true. Well, we've both been breathalysed now, haven't we? Because yes. you, you breathalysed me. You've not been breathalysed for a while, though. No. Um, and I think the the other one because Barry bought those breathalyzer kits, and the other one's yeah. actually now. Bit knackered in my bag. Okay, yeah, but let's not try it then. Although I would probably be over. I think I could probably tell. You're going to think that this is me just trying my luck. I could probably tell by kissing you. What well, if I'm over the limit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other ways. No, but no, well, not right I now. I think that's like 97% accurate. You want to go for a full 100% on this. Yeah, but I could probably tell by just like sort of just getting your face in my hands and just like not aggressively, you know, consensually, and just like right, really open mouth, deep kissing. I, had, I went to my first lock-in the other week. I mean, I presume you were kissed there. 
I've given it, blur, given that you sure. made the jump from that. Yeah, I was thinking there were yeah, there were there were there were a lot of boys there. Who did you kiss? I can't name I can't name them. Do I know them? No. Who was it then? He was a he was a karaoke singer. No, it was <laughs> he, yeah. was a, he was a karaoke singer. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? He sang karaoke. What did he sing? Van Halen jump. And you thought it was an instruction. <laughs> <laughs> the Pet Shop Boys with Go West, special Barry Dodds. Um, we are joined now on the line by uh, Eddie Lynn. Eddie, you there? Yes, I am. It's very early. It's very early in the morning in LA. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I mean, I, I can do some things, but I, unfortunately, my hands are tied with time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad to be on your show. I'm very happy. How early is it? It's 7.25, and usually, you know, I don't wake up until 9.25, because I'm a, I'm a food critic. I don't need to get up until the restaurants are open. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm a, like, I guess my, one of my main jobs is comedian, so I don't need, really need to be get up. But I do, I do get up, but not that early. But, That's um, right. What do you want us to do? do you, I mean, you, you can have a little nap while we're talking if you want. If, like, lay, do you want to lay down? Uh, I'm, did you want, uh, what? Should I, should I lay down? You can if you want to, if, it, if it's easier for you to lay down while we chat. <laughs> Well, no, I, I'm fine. I, why don't you put your phone on speakerphone, you. lay down, and just talk until you drift <laughs> off? <laughs> like you're like a therapy session. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like you to promote your stuff whilst falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know you're already thinking I'm very strange, so maybe that's why you want to put me on the couch. No, I don't think you're strange at all. In fact, do you know what? I don't know the first thing about you. Uh, all, well, I, all I have <laughs> is American Afterbirth, Eddie Lynn. <laughs> well, do you know about placenta? Mm. I know what a placenta is, but I don't know how it relates to you. <laughs> I presume you had one. I, I I don't have one. Actually, men don't have placentas. What? No, we're, um, we've got free access around the body when we're being born. We, we, no, but we are, we're created with the help of a placenta. But yeah. men don't create the placenta. The, the mother. Well, I guess the baby helps produce it also, but. We generally don't make placentas, as men. Generally. We generally don't make placentas. No, but we no, do no, have... But I would consider, yeah. when I was in the, the placenta sack, amongst all the amniotic fluid in that, I would have still considered that my placenta. I'd have been like, this is yeah, my I mean, placenta. We, <laughs> you, we, I guess we're co- co-owners yeah. with the mom. Okay, well that... All right then. So join, yeah. Do your, do your listeners even care about placentas? I just, I'm just yeah. curious. Well, it's not. I mean, normally with the interviews that I do, we all start off not caring, and then and then it de- it depends or indifferent, and then it depends as it goes on how the interview right. goes on. It depends, you know. Then people go, oh, this is quite interesting. I'm I'm regularly complimented for, you know, get, getting the best out of people, but I can't. I, I never ever guarantee that. Nor would I praise myself as being able to do that but I think I do I think I fluke it quite a lot mm. I think if they don't care Eddie you should tell them why they should care about placentas well yes it, well we all need one to be born yeah, yeah. With, with, without so, it you'll just fall down the leg yeah exactly I mean <laughs> you can only last so long in the test tube you know that's true you have to, he's right yeah. Eddie's right right it's a good point but you know besides that um, a lot of women are into Consuming their own placenta nowadays. Yeah, get, should get these you know, things back, in check. Really, back on their feet. Like, 
Well, yeah. I mean, it's very controversial, so that's part of the reason why I'm doing the documentary called American Afterbirth. But but is it controversial, Adi? I mean, I, I myself personally, and I don't know much about it, nor will I ever have to deal with it, as I'm not in the uh, re- reproductive game, but... I wouldn't see it as any different to picking off a scab and eating that. Oh, don't do that. Personally. Well, I mean... I don't want want to watch it, but if you do it in your own living room, fine. Well, you're you're already way off there because there's there's not much other than, you know, a beef jerky kind of thing going on with your scab. But with placenta, there's a lot more going on. There's, There's all kinds of hormones... There's T cells, there's components that help with lactation, even, right. which we can go into if you'd like. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the moment, my producer just held up a bit of paper with her question, which is, is it chewy or fatty? Yeah, I'm just curious, what, is it chewy? Oh, yeah. Well, that's the number one question. What yeah. does it taste like? Yeah, and, uh, this is family fortunes out of one. Well, you know, I, I uh, as a food writer, that is, is, you know, doubly something I'm interested okay. in. But honestly, before I had any experience with it, and judging by how it appears, it looks like a, it kind of looks like a big heart, right? There's a lot of blood vessels sprawling all over it. It's, um, it's kind of spongy. And um, so my first instinct was, this is, this must be like a... a Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it must be like a liver. Right, you know? okay. That, yeah. that was my first thing. But when I actually prepared it and, and, and take, took a little taste of m- my wife's, um, it actually turned out to be more like a very tender beef. Ooh. Okay. Nice. However, that's, that's after I processed or butchered it. Because there's a lot of the stuff you really can't use because it's too hard to cook. Right. So, so really, it's to do with that. But that's then all comes down to prep, doesn't it? So you could, you know, a good chef can make anything all right. You know. Yeah, yeah. You 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 definitely have to um, take care to remove the outer membrane, which is very rubbery, and it's covered in amniotic fluid, so it's really slimy as well. Oh, right. So you don't um, want to use any of that. I, I, I think today we've only got one listener, right? Because um, and it was Ninja Pirate Walrus who's now changed the name to Joe <laughs> on, on Twitter because we were pulling him up on the name earlier on. So I presume that, that's the male spelling of Joe, so I presume it's a bloke. Has actually tweeted and said, why is it considered different than cannibalism? No, uh, I don't consider it different from cannibalism. Oh. I mean, I know other people might. <laughs> sure. you know, I don't, I, I'm sure other people will try to uh, you know, dance away from that... Uh, idea but I, I can because you're technically you're eating part of a human body although that human part is strictly there to create the baby and then after that it's disposed of by the body so it's a temporary organ however it's still a human organ mm. right would you see you know, I, 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 well, I consider it temp- uh, cannibalism light because nobody had to die for this meal. Mm. Unless, heaven forfend, the actual baby died. Uh, so then would you, would you then eat the placenta? Well, that's dark. You're getting dark. I know, that, but these are, the, these are the questions that have to be asked, though, Eddie. <laughs> is, is it then... Uh, I, do you then just get what you can out of it and eat the placenta? No, I, I don't think the mom would be 
care much about eating her placenta if the baby was, you know. Is you know, it got to be the mum that eats it? Yeah, it doesn't have to be, but uh, traditionally the mother does this uh, to help with recovery, to, to lessen postpartum depression, and like I said before, to promote lactation. Right, but they will, but they'll they'll lactate without it, though, won't they? No, no, not you know. Some moms have a hard time uh, okay. getting milk production uh, coming through, and. Well, uh, I have to also bring up the fact that um, most mammals do this, um, who actually, you know, have placentas, uh, consume their placenta after, you know, after the baby comes out. Yeah. However, we don't know why exactly. We don't know if they're doing this to get rid of any excess blood, you know, for, from predators, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or whether it's just, is it just an animalistic thing? Because it's because it also by the even though we were being dark about that, if in the animal kingdom, say there was a bear, right, a daddy bear and a mummy bear, this isn't Goldilocks. This is a different situation. Mummy bear was pregnant, right? Mummy bear has the baby. Sadly, both mummy and baby don't survive the birth. There's no like daddy bear might not stop at placenta. Might eat mummy bear and the baby bear as well, and literally not give it a second thought. Ian, what is with you and dead babies? I, I don't understand. I found one yesterday. <laughs> I think it's just really in the forefront of my mind. Oh, you can get it in pill form, though, can't you, Eddie? Well, most most um, placenta consumption is done by encapsulation, yeah. yes. So who ate that? So Kim Kardashian ate, ate a placenta? Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of Kardashians. Sure. January Jones, who oh, was on Mad Men, Mad Men she, like she, she was one. She was one of the the four bearers, I guess you would call her, uh, promoters of the placenta thing. Mm-hmm. And um, Holly Madison, Gabby yeah. Hoffman, I think, the recent one. Yeah, um, I think we better cook it though than eat it raw. I don't know. I don't like sushi though, so maybe that would <coughs> be. I don't like raw. Yeah, that's, that's, sorry. That's hang, on, hang on a second. So you, uh, what's happening in the the studio at the moment, right? Is Nat's giving me evil eyes because I said about finding a dead baby. I didn't, by the way. I thought it was just me being just a joke. I think your tiredness has rubbed off on me is what's happened, Eddie. And I'm now (laughs) acting tired as well. But she looked at me like that. And then she just goes and texts you in that direction. Because it's saying here, is it better consumed raw? At least when I say things, even if they're dark, at least they have a through line of sense to them. Yeah, but if you don't like sushi and raw food, do you want the option of cooking it? Does it work better? But I don't t- think that, what? Do you know what? Barry's just sent me a message, and I know without looking at it, it's going to be that he's howl- yeah, howling. There we go, straight away. I knew it was going to be that. I knew that was exactly what it was going to be. So you could have it as a taco filling, it says here, or a pizza topping. That would be much nicer on a, like a meat feast if or something. He's trying like to sell a film. Yeah, because he's making the film, but there's good questions, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, she's right. But the, she's uh, not. Thank she you. isn't. Thank you. Thanks, Eddie. Don't ever say the that, Eddie. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, well I, I'm not taking the sides here. I'm, I'm just agreeing with her recipes, that's all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's known for her cooking. <laughs> yeah, um, I, she would probably do a great placenta dish. Yeah. Well, Even I'm drawing the line at that tweet, but I think it's hilarious. I don't... Mm. <clears throat> um, okay, so um, so what what happens in the... What's the film about? What's Because you've not made the film yet, right? We, we were one third way shot, uh, done with it, but okay. we need, you know, funding. You're funding it, right? Okay. It. So, what are you, are you doing a Kickstarter uh, or something? Yeah, Kickstarter. Is that what it is? Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, AmericanAfterbirth.com. But, um, so the film, because, you know, 
basically the film is exactly about what we're doing now. We're trying yeah. to figure out whether it has any effect or if it's some kind of old wives tale or if it's you know, a placebo effect with the women who've had positive benefits. Yeah. But we really don't know. You know, the research out there is very spotty. Um, a lot of the research that uh, conclude that there's no effect are based on studies off of animals right. or studies that are just um, women who've done it who fill out surveys. So, so they're not very scientific. Um, do you have a theory yourself? Do you, do, you, do you have a stance on this? Do you think something about it? Uh, I, I, I personally think, based on my two experiences prepping them for my wife and for uh, a friend of mine, um, that anecdotally there is an effect. Um, because they both... A positive effect. Uh, they both had positive yeah. effects. They were they recovered quickly. Um, they had energy boost. Their moods were uh, you know, nice and even. Uh, they didn't have postpartum depression. Um, so anecdotally, I would have to lean towards the positive benefit. But also Red, Red Bull might do that, and there's no veins in it. Well, Red Bull is temporary. I mean, and 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 um, how many placentas are, no are they going to yeah. knock out? It's quite slimy, Red Bull, though, like the placenta. Yeah, yeah that's um, true. I mean, yeah, Red, I guess, but uh, yeah, Red, Red Bull's placenta, the Red Bull's mom's placenta, may may be better. Oh. That's right. what I would recommend. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, do you know what this th- this is a this is a debate worth having. So I, I I would I've listened to your case. I consider your film worthy. Oh, thank you. Yep, yeah, and relevant. Um, so I will um, put my considerable weight behind uh, promoting the backing of this film, American Afterbirth. That's gold to my ears. I know. We right? really need I know, funding. Right? Yes. Yeah. But it comes with the request and slight encouragement. I think you should also explore in the film what the moral stance is on if um, the offspring doesn't survive on eating oh. that as well. No. How far you take it? Do you know what I mean? That's, that's a different movie. Yeah, that's the, I'll that's make that the one. Follow-up. Why don't I make a Why don't I make a rival movie? And even though, like behind the scenes, me and you'll sort of like be propping each other up. You know, we'll be like we'll be mates in real life. But why don't I set up a rival movie that sounds abhorrent, and then people well, would, I, would then go more towards yours because they'd be like, "No, that's how it should be done." Not like Ian's mm-hmm. doing with well, all his, you know, latex babies. and animatronics. Actually, well, wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't need, gonna, you wouldn't need oh, animatronics for a dead baby, would you not? You just no, they're yeah, real. That's where that's where I'd save. That's where I'd save money on my Kickstarter. I don't think you, I don't think that would get many money. I just need. Just, You're not just worrying the, me. I think the, it would get money. The model, I think it. <laughs> I think it would. I think as well. I'd probably finish I by the day. Think, yeah. Yeah. I, I think we should just settle this on Master Chef with the placenta challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know that I'll turn up with a plastic bag, and you just go, "What's in that bag?" <laughs> And, and then you go. You just go. Just just stop filming for a minute till we find out what he's got in that bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, look. Good luck with it, Eddie. It sounds you know it's an interesting thing, isn't it? So your Kickstarter link is AmericanAfterbirth.com. The website is PlacentaMovie.com, and you can find uh, AmericanAfterbirth.com is, is uh, what we're using now. Period. So that's, oh, right, that's okay, it's fine. all there. Right, fine. That's actually fine. So AmericanAfterbirth.com, and um, there's all Facebook and Twitter sites and Instagram and all the rest of it. Instagram, I'd keep away from that. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's been interesting speaking to you, man. 
And best of luck with Pleasure it. Pleasure speaking with you. And, Thank uh, you very much for your time. I, I really, no, honestly, my time is... Uh, I, I didn't have to get up as early as you, and we appreciate that you got up and that you tolerated me. Because, I mean, to- my do you know what? Tolerating me is bad enough at the best of times, but it's particularly when you should really be asleep, it's even worse. So all, all kudos to you for actually tolerating that. Hmm. I'm going straight back to bed. Play him a lullaby oh, now. Teaser, teaser, isn't he? Yeah. Well, I've got, I've got another 20 minutes. I'll be right through. I'll see you in a bit, Eddie. <laughs> All right. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. That was Love Comes Quickly by the Pet Shop Boys for a special little boy. Barry Dodds, you there, Barry? <laughs> Hi, yeah. Did you enjoy that? Uh, mate, I tell you what, the last 10 minutes has cleared that hangover out. <laughs> Why? Oh, I've never laughed. Oh dear me! Wow, it's a serious, wow, serious interview. Right? interview. Oh, don't like it when so I, do, I do a serious interview and you're just laughing about it. Well, that was funny, nothing. I, <laughs> I thought I put up a really strong argument about whether you should eat the stillborn child. <laughs> it was that I found one yesterday. Right, that's not true. I don't know that was. No, you didn't find it. I, I panicked that I was losing the argument. <laughs> Funny. Um, uh, by oh, the way, I, I, I can do that filming on that date that you sent through. It's really, yeah, I tell you what, that is proper kick the hangover out of the park as well. Yeah, I am so excited. All right, don't give anything away about it, though. No, I won't. Because um, I want to talk to you about another thing. Yeah. Which is, um, I like Barry a lot. Yeah, I can right. tell. Nice lad. We all do. Yeah, we all do. We all, we all, you know, I'd, oh, I'd fall short of love, but we Sorry? all think, you know, we all feel strongly about uh, We all feel strongly about Barry. There's an affection for Barry. In, <laughs> no, that's an, I didn't say that. I said, we all feel oh, strongly about, about Barry, Barry in some way. Right, okay. Right? Some <laughs> good, some good. Well, we, we, go, we don't some. have to go into details, do we? But we all, no, do, we we all do. Barry certainly provokes us all into an emotion <laughs> at yeah. some point. Um, um, now, I've always felt he was like just, do you know what I find the and it's, I'm sorry to say it's why you're on the phone Barry I, I'm not speaking about you as if you're uh, not here but I'm, I'm just sort of saying what I've always felt about Barry mm. overall mm-hmm. which is why I, I sort of argued with you about the about the gypsy thing the other week is that he kind of gets away with it because there's there's a, a definite innocence there so he, yeah. he's, he's not doing it in a malicious way no, he's not being a you know not. There's either an innocence or a naivety or, or you know in some cases an utter stupidity it's a cheeky innocence but, yeah but that's that's why he gets away with stuff because it is, and it's not even cheeky because he doesn't know it's that's wrong. True. You know, it's not cheeky. Just even. It's just, yeah, I wasn't slacking the bloke off. Barry, just hang on, man. Well, I was a bit. You were a bit, but not not because he was, as you said, a gypsy. Because you didn't know if he's a gypsy or not. No, no, no. It was the way it was. It was, how, it was the dodgiest bloke I've ever seen in my life. Well, it's, you know, that, that's, that's where you start falling into traps because yeah. you say yeah. you're calling him a gypsy because he looks dodgy. Yeah, this is when we'd have a problem. That's where the issue starts rising. Just say, but anyway, that that was a dis- different discussion. He could have been a Catholic and still been the dodgiest bloke I've ever seen. Yeah, no, he, he, no, no, he, do you know what? He absolutely could. He wouldn't have what. It wouldn't be a slur on Catholic. No, it wouldn't. If he was a Catholic, no, it he wouldn't. would still be the dodgiest bloke in the world. But yeah, but if you, but if you'd have said and he went and stood with the other Catholic bloke, is it's not? Then you make it about that thing. Look, this is it's not, right, not okay. what I want to talk Let's to you about. Let's move on. Let's move on from this. Um, not moving on because it's sensitive. It's just no, that, that's it's not we, what I want to talk this. to you about. We've done this. I want to talk to you about your animal cruelty because here's the thing: oh, is God. that Barry is a nice. Because <laughs> I see him as a nice boy, and then he told me a story the other day, and I was like, "So you did what?" Um, so do you, want, do you want to hear it? Let's yeah, hear it, Barry. Suppose, Barry, yeah. let's hear about what happened. 
when you're on, on in the car with your friend Pete? What animal is it? I have to decide if I Just like it. Just let him tell the story. You'll find out. Um, He's not going to tell the story and then not tell you what the animal is all the way through it. Okay. And then, I, and then what nervous. happened, there was a thing, but I'm not going to say what it was. He'll tell you. Okay. Go on. Well, it's not about animal cruelty. I really love animals. I'm so close. I'm on the tipping point of being, of being vegetarian now. I didn't, I didn't buy any meat apart from um, some sausages. Oh, no. No, they were veggie as well. I, I love animals. Um, but, right. I mean, oh, I mean, you God, sound God, like... You, you, you currently sound like someone on their doorstep explaining to the press how it couldn't have been you that fucked that rabbit. That's a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> With your little speech, with your little, little look, I love animals. I I pretty much don't even buy sausages now. <laughs> Go on, we'll, we'll judge you at the end of the story. Right. Well, I was with me mate Pete, and we were um, we were going to Chillingham Castle. He was taking me up there because I didn't drive at the time. And and when you go up there, it, it's it's in the middle of nowhere. And the road that we were on, it's like a single track road. There's no markings. There's no curb or anything. Chillingham, it's like sheep wandering. Chillingham Castle now is a, a castle that yeah. someone's told Barry is haunted. Uh, okay. and, now, and now it's his go-to place. Okay, so you go there quite a lot. For so the, so if he's happy, he goes my there. Favorite, if he's very sad, he goes there. Ah, if he's, yeah, so for you, his birthday, he goes there. So Anything that's there. an extreme emotion, Barry will gravitate towards Chillingham Castle. I see. And uh, how old were you when this story took place? Is this obviously he's an adult? He's an, an adult. Yes, yes, grown man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in my yeah, I was in my twenties, but I've been going there since since I was like fourteen. I love it. Oh I, yeah, I, they, I, I, when I when I die, that's where I want my ashes. Oh, yeah, no, no, no doubt they're sick of the fucking sight of him. Go on, so go carry on, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> so, my mate Pete was driving us up there once, and so on these little windy roads, and I'm a nervous passenger in the car, um, and he knows that. So, of course, it was really funny to drive like a dickhead. So, we're going along these roads, and he's like flooring it over like these bumps, and the car's lifting off, off the ground, and I'm panicking and screaming at him. And we came over this little brow, and he was flooring it, and we hit a pheasant. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he just hit it, and it just went bang. And he went, oh, fucking hell, I've hit a pheasant. And I screamed at him. I was really upset. I was like, look, you've killed something now. You've killed something because you've been acting like an idiot. you killed something. And he, he looked in his, like, rearview mirror. He's like, oh, it's still alive. It's in the road. And Barry, tell me this story, because this happened to me the other day. I didn't hit it, but a lorry in front of me hits a pheasant that then bounced off the front of the lorry. Yeah. I was behind the lorry, hit the ground, and, and it was flapping its wing on the oh, ground. No. It was it really upset me. That's why yeah. Barry started telling me this story. Oh, God, OK. So, so yeah, he hit it, and he went, oh, it's still flapping. And I was really upset. I went, mm. you stop the car now. You said, you've got to go back. And he went, I'm not stopping for a pheasant. I said, I'm going to pull the handbrake unless you stop. So he stops, and he, I said, right, we've got to... As, it's horrible to hear about, but you've got to do the right thing. It's, it's in pain. You, you've got to yeah. No, this off. is where we are. This is where I disagree with you, mate. I don't think fucking it is the right thing. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, <but, laughs> <laughs> we can't go back and kill it. Why? So, why? Why do you have to kill it? To put it out of its misery. Take it to the vet. I mean, take it to the fucking vet. What? If something's definitely is going to die, if something's going to die, but it's in. But it's in distress. Well, then if you, you ran me over, you're going to go and put me out of my misery and not take me to the hospital? I'll do the job right with the car. <laughs> <laughs> so go on. I understand what, what he's thinking. Yeah, isn't it? So okay. I get it. I get All right, it. go and kill the pheasant. 
I mean, because no. I saw it and it was like, well, euthanize it. Yeah. So, so we went back to it and it's there in the road. And I was like, oh, God. And he wouldn't get out of the car. He's like, you know, you're being over emotional. I was like, oh. So I got out and I went, right, I'll do it then. So I walked over to this dry, this dry stone wall that was there. And I picked the biggest boulder that I could pick up from this wall. I picked up, it was really heavy. And I was like, oh, just, just do it once, quick, clean. Let's, let's take a quick moment. Let's take a quick moment so we can all have the mental image of Barry like the Hulk. <laughs> let's just all have that. Let's have that image. And by the way, Julie Kay has just tweeted. So Barry does loves animals so much he left his post op kitten to be with dead spirits. This didn't happen this week, Julie. This was ages ago. This wasn't just now. Mm. So you're lifting a boulder uh, up. So yeah, I lifted it up right above his head. I, no I, shirt on. Do you have a shirt on or not? Yeah, I had a shirt. Let's on. pretend you didn't. Let's, pre- let's point, pretend right? you had a shirt on, but you but you opened all the buttons. It ripped open the shirt. <laughs> it ripped with his muscles. Ripped, yeah, the yeah, muscles yeah, ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your muscles were so big, right? Because you were you were like you know on the verge of Hulk. Mm. So your muscles were so big that they ripped the biceps in your shirt. Mm-hmm. Your shirt was flapping open, Ooh. and because you've been sat in the car because you don't like your belt digging into your gut, you had your trousers undone as well. <laughs> So we can see we can see the top of your pubes. Oh. So at the moment you are standing with a boulder right above your head, muscles ripped through your shirt, which is flapping open to show off your twenty pack, mm-hmm. and also <laughs> your um, jeans are just open a little bit. You can see the top of your penis, just wow. the, just the top, the girth, like the, you know the sort of the base of the penis, yeah. like that picture of I think Robbie Williams did one, Jim oh, Morrison yeah, certainly did one as well, where yep. you can just Iggy Pop I think as well, where you can just one. yeah you can see a bit of the shaft. That is a brochure picture right there. Yeah, that's what Barry's Never doing right now. Never mind the kid one in the footspot. But let's not forget he's about to kill an animal. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, fine. With his bare hands essentially and a boulder. Yeah, yeah, but to do the right thing. Sure. Yeah, to get get um, a calendar shot. Why do you need to pop <laughs> out there? Yeah, that's a good question, actually, Barry. If you're doing the right thing, why have you got your knob out? That's right. That's right. There's photographs of this incident because Pete was taking pictures at time and his phone calling me the executioner. <laughs> right, to wind me up. They're on Facebook somewhere. Okay, we'll find right. them. So I was like, oh, so I'm struggling, and I lift it up above my head, and I'm stood over this thing. And on it, it happened in a second. Oh, no. And I just, just came down the pod. Everywhere. <laughs> over the pheasant. All over oh. the pheasant. <laughs> oh. Horrible story, Barry. And then I ate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Why did you think this um, was a good story to tell on the radio, mate? It's horrible. <laughs> you rang me. Oh, no, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> so what happened with the boulder? So I just thought, throw it down as hard as you can. So I just went, ah! And I went to throw it as hard as I could. And me making that noise, like, woke the bird up, woke the pheasant up. And I went, ah! And it flapped and it took off. And because it flapped and took off, I, like, panicked and moved back with the boulder, but I was still throwing it down. Mm. And the bird fucking shot off. And I threw the boulder, heavy boulder, with all of my might straight down onto my right foot. (laughs) And... um, and broke uh, the second t- the toe in from my big toe broke it and snapped it clean so now my um, the second toe in on my right foot the nail faces the other way oh god because I didn't cause I, I didn't go mean? to my hospital or anything because I was going to Chillingham so I was excited so I was like I'll just ignore it <laughs> I want to see um, what I love about that story more than anything else is that you say I threw the boulder with all my might Right, and all your might, yeah. and then it went an inch in front of you. 
<laughs> just landed on no. your foot. No, That's how far all your like, mic. Fucking hell, I'd love to see your shot pot records. <laughs> it flapped and took off. That's why I stood back, but I was already. The downward motion had started, and inertia was always going to carry it. I couldn't have stopped it. I just had to accept yeah. it. So it, like, just like snapped my toe, and I had to get back in the car, like mm. howling in pain while my mate is screaming, laughing, driving me to the castle. And I had to get um, the staff at the castle to help me take my bags up to my room because I couldn't walk. Oh. Is it weird that I kind of Trying want a photo? Trying to do the right thing. Uh, Barry, I want a photo can of your you toenail. Find, can you find the photo for, for now? Send me a photo of your toenail because I want to see this yeah, weird toenail. Yeah, it's it's like it's like bent towards it, and you, you can see you can see where the brick is in the toe yeah, as well. Yeah, I see that. Awesome. Well, look, well, look, Text Barry. Me. Because do you know what? Because you've been such a good sport. <laughs> MGMT. Because you oh, Barry, because you've you know us, mate. Yeah. And you've shared that. Oh, no, yeah. Because he can't be on the next show, Barry, because he's busy tonight. So um, I'm recording the next show in it, a few hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sarah loves on next. Um, Sarah, I, uh, Sarah, I love, I call her. Yes. Yeah. Um, is Mouse in or not? Mouse and, is and here. A mouse. The mouse and, is here. And a mouse. Sarah, Sarah and a mouse are coming up later on, like, in a minute. Yeah. But um, Barry, as a reward for you doing that I know you wanted to hear some music some MGMT specifically I know you put a specific yeah. request in right yeah. so to thank you for sharing your embarrassing life stories with us I'm going to put on this song which is the song that you want to hear the most as it's always on my mind we'll see like we'll see we'll see everyone else next week thank you Dodds thanks to our guests see today you. and here's especially for Barry <laughs> here's your here's your song mate This is a FUBAR Radio podcast. Go to foobarradio.com for more details.